from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Live for November 29th, 2022. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. AT&T Wireless. Unlimited high-speed 5G data at no extra cost. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at DruryHotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight, live on the Podbean app. Scott Strandy with you tonight in beautiful Southern California. I'm lying to you. It was not beautiful. It was cold. It was windy. Uh, it was a little wintry, if we can call it that, in Southern California. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, or it was probably a balmy, I don't know, what, 80, 85, something like that? You are a riot sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, we had 80? a wintry mix today. What wintry mix? What what happened? The the, the sun cool went behind breeze. one cloud. Yeah, we had a cool breeze off the mountain. Please, it's gonna be sixty one tomorrow at the beach. You know how impossible that's gonna be? Sixty one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just see here. Hmm. <laughs> that's why I'm going inside nice arena. I'm gonna go see the gulls, uh, the eagles. See. Then I'm gonna oh. go see the San Diego State Only 35. Aztecs. I'm gonna do all that. What's that? Only thirty. It's only thirty-five right now. It might get up to fifty. Hey, you got a beach, though, don't you? Yeah, you I got a beach. a beach. You can hang out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Actually, nice near the estate, as they like to say. <sighs> yeah, the estate. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Next to the well, it's Tuesday night. Gardens. Yeah, you know what it is, right? It's Tuesday night. Sometimes it's the night I that we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be talking college hockey, and uh, we right. will. Uh, we were hoping to have a guest on tonight. Apparently, he got tied up in a meeting, so we weren't able to have the uh, senior associate athletic director at Arizona State, Frank Ferraro, with us. We'll try to get Frank on again. I've put out another request that he could be uh, more than welcome to join us anytime next week. So we hope yeah. we get him on because there's so many things to talk about. And who knows? Maybe we'll be talking about him defeating the number one ranked team in the country next well, week. Well, 
because hopefully <laughs> nothing against our friends up there at Denver, but still not, uh, you know, I can't lie. I have loyalties. What? I know it's shocking, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> anyway, I will be at Magnus Arena for the weekend, really? I hope, as long as my plane gets me there safely. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I mean, the harder part is probably going to be getting out of San Diego to Phoenix to catch the flight. But wow. uh, that's the plan anyway. That is the plan. And uh, we'll see what the Arizona State Sun Devils have up their sleeve to uh, combat, if you will, the uh, firepower that is the Denver Pioneers, the defending national champions. Um, it's going to be a good series, and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight was a couple of things. We, I think we should dig deeper into the polls and uh, and just look at some of the teams that are making noise, and I'll, I'll get your opinion, Paul, later on about whether I you think no these are teams that we're going to find out. Um, <laughs> I want to find out if, if some of these teams are pretenders or contenders in your mind. Um, now that we're, what, eight, nine weeks into the year, um, maybe we can start making some uh, hypotheses? Don't even, don't even go there. Predictions? I already know where you're going. Oh, okay. Stop Just it. checking. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, so we'll dig into that. We'll talk about this another big weekend as teams are playing all over the place and some big, big games in, for our teams, anyway, in the, uh, the uh, coverage area. So we'll get all into right. that. And then I, I want to touch a little bit tonight again on the governor's cup because i think that deserves a little more attention people don't realize uh the heritage of alaska hockey and how much this means to the people of alaska to be able to have this series come back um coach largan last night told us about it he said you know it's a it's a big deal and um usually when it was ccha and wcha they'd only get to play a couple times a year and it was a battle now they're going to play six times so I, I think they actually like that, that they're going to play six times. You? Well, I think, first of all, from a business perspective, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal because, you know, that's you know, three games in each building that you're not going to be able to get a seat for. And, you know, it builds up the excitement. And it's, I mean... That's like, uh, as far as road trips are concerned for one school or the other, that's like, you know, me taking a 10-minute ride to go to the nearest park. I mean, you know, there's no 10-hour, 12-hour travel deals, right? Okay, hold, a hold on. Hours. Hold on just a minute. Have you looked at the map? It's 300 and some odd miles between oh. the two, and it's in Alaska, oh, no. and it's in the wintertime. And yeah, the weather still. could be rugged. And uh, the weather will certainly be cold. And the weather will certainly be dark. There's only a few hours of sunlight up there at this time of year, I'm told. Yeah, for so, those yeah. guys, though, that's nothing. <laughs> you know. Hey, Nanooks and Seawolves, are you listening? Paul Hornstein yeah, said care. that's nothing for you guys. <laughs> it is something. It's still a trip. Uh, if you have the home yeah, ice... You're going to love it. If you have to travel, you're probably not going to love it. But um, what, well, what it is they, what it is. But it's a that, battle in state, and that's what counts. Right? They have that weekend where they play in the home-and-home home deal. Right? Yeah. You know what a good home-and-home home deal is, Paul? It's a 75 or 80 miles difference between Grand Forks and Bemidji. 
that that's a true home and home or, or better yet the 60 miles between the university of minnesota and st cloud or even this a, a home and home with minnesota and minnesota Duluth, where it's 160 miles uh between the two man don't don't talk to me about maps because clearly uh if you're gonna complain about somebody making saying a road trip is easy you have to use Air Force and, and CC. I thought you were going to say They're me. They're in the same town. <laughs> Brown and Providence yeah. are in the same town. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, I know. They have this thing called a bean pot every year. <laughs> no, I understand it. You know what I you're making me do right those? now? You know what you're making me do right now? You're making me look this up on MapQuest to find out how far it is between Fairbanks and Anchorage. Right. Goodness so gracious. I'm trying to do a show and you're making me do this now because you're, Whatever. you started this stupid thing. You make it sound like I never do that. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do occasionally, look, you know, start searches at, during the show. Okay. Not all the time, but occasionally. Okay. Well, I'm looking right now. I'll tell you in just a second. It's six hours and 30 minutes. It's 359 miles yeah. between the two cities. That's it's in Alaska, Paul. Those guys. It's in Alaska. Right. It's not like driving down the, the I-10 between L.A. And, and really, it's about the difference between L.A. and and uh, Phoenix. And I can make that trip in about five hours. Right. Your point. So it's an extra hour and a half right. in the mountains or, in Alaska. Or me driving home at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. How many miles is that? Uh, <laughs> physically or emotionally? Yeah. No, well, emotionally we know you're drained, so that that's not a problem. That's not the problem. But um, how many miles is it? Just physically, if you were just going to map it out and say, how long does it take you? Does it take six hours and thirty minutes to drive home your your distance? Fifty. Okay. Do you go through Islip and East Islip? Um, no. Or that's could you? Actually, not. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Like okay. I might do that tomorrow. Okay. I, but Just I to see that, yeah. are, who are you going to see, Robert and um, Chris Grando's family, maybe. Uh, I'm waiting for that invitation. <laughs> Six hours and thirty minutes is a drive between Fairbanks and Anchorage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we found out last night that one is University of Alaska, and the other one is you University found of it Alaska. Out. I don't care. Anchorage. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I, I, that's fine. I know. I just yeah, like I, to, I, I like to stir the governor's cup, as they say. You know, I'll just sit there and I used to say Fairbanks and Anchorage. I don't even get into that other stuff because. Uh... Well, all I can tell you is when, when I was at school at Minnesota Duluth and the University of Minnesota came, there was a chant that went around saying, we're Minnesota, you're just Duluth. That was not favorable. Well, see, I solved that problem now, don't I? <laughs> Right. I, yes, I don't play favorites it's Fairbanks with either one. And Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that problem. No, I love it. I love it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's coming up in two weeks, uh, the start of it. The first series uh, will be played in Fairbanks. The uh, second series will be played in Anchorage. Right. And before that, the Anchorage Seawolves are going to get a little battle with, uh, with who, Paul? Do you know who they're playing this weekend? Do I? Simon Fraser. Alaska Anchorage is playing Simon Fraser. Well, you know, is that foreshadowing? Conference preview. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. 
<laughs> well, I, I mean, it. that topic came up on one of the other websites. Came up on I, our show last night, too. Well, it always comes up on our show. You know, because we focus on the various non-affiliated teams. The independents. That's what I like to oh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next year we add LIU to the mix. Yeah, well, listen. Hopefully there'll be more then teams. Then we can give you something to do. Well, then how am I going to stay home and watch all the games? How am I going to watch all the games if I'm there? <laughs> then, then, then what do I do? Oh, oh they don't have internet there, right? They don't have. Uh, you can't bring your your tablet with you, and I don't. Or, I don't your get laptop and the rose petals thrown at my feet like okay. you do. Okay, just checking because because that's normal that I do, and I bring NCHC TV with me. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay, like, like I said, I mean, I you know they cater to you. Yeah, that's true, but you know, there's reasons for that. Uh, you know, it's good to be the king. That's all I have to say. <laughs> anyway, um, so that will be happening. Um, there were games tonight. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Well, let, let's not wait around for that. If there were games. Tell I'm us just, who it was just, and what they I'm did. I'm letting you know that there were. What happened? What happened? Well, I mean, UConn beat Merrimack, two teams in the. the Finally, uh, UConn gets a win. Oh, <laughs> please. They lost one game. <laughs> and they went on the road and beat Merrimack, two teams in the uh, the proper pole. And the north uh, or south? Huh? Which pole, the north or south? Yes. Oh, okay. The poles. I've, okay. All right. I got it. I got it. In the proper and, pole. Yeah. And um, uh, BC beat uh, a Brown. Sorry, Brown. They beat Brown. So, I mean, but, you know, UConn and Merrimack was tight. UConn got a power play goal to break a tie. Uh, so two teams in the one pole in this in, in, in this universe that counts. And, uh, you know, BC goes on the road. Gets a win at Brown. They 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 need the wins, but you know they get, you know they have good players, but for some reason the last few years they just haven't been able to get it done. Yeah, I hear but you. But it is nice to see uh, to to get a chance to 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 see some of the teams here on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. Like it, before we dig in any more of this, I just I gotta throw this out there because the Colorado Eagles and the Colorado Avalanche have been exchanging players like it's unbelievable this year. A lot to do with injuries, a lot to do with cap space. Um, as the Avalanche, after winning the Cup, started paying players, so I had I had hoped that maybe I could visit with uh, Alex Galchenyuk tomorrow. Um, no, he's with the Avalanche. Then I was thinking, oh, John Luke Foodie will be around. Maybe I should talk to John Luke. Nope. He's with the uh, with the Avalanche. Then I thought, oh, my good friend um, Jason Magna, I'll visit with him. Nope, he's with the Avalanche. <laughs> so I'm not sure who the Eagles got, but I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for a college player named Ben Myers. Does that ring a bell? Well, the odds are then he'll be happy because I guess he's gonna be the next guy called up. So. 
<laughs> but anyway, they, they, I gotta... these guys might just pay you to, to to say you want to interview them so they get called up. <laughs> I want to get a few minutes with Ben Myers because he's guess what, Paul, a former Gopher. So yeah, I want to yeah. get his thoughts on on this past weekend and what he thinks about uh, his old maroon and gold team and how uh, things are going for them. So. We'll dig into that tomorrow for just a few minutes. It's game day, so I'll have to get them quickly between skates and then hoping to find out uh, if I can visit with a former North Dakota fighting Sioux in Rocco Grimaldi. So we'll see if we can uh, catch up with Rocco too tomorrow. But anyway, that's uh, that's my plans tomorrow. Um, Good for him, by the way. Yeah, I won't have any time at the beach, by the way. Yeah, I won't have any time at the beach tomorrow because I'm going to be working. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's going to be cold, so I wouldn't go there anyway when it's freezing <sighs> yeah, okay. cold like that. Right. And I didn't bring the big winter jackets. Left that in, That's in funny. Colorado. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, anyway, that's the plan. There's college hockey talk tomorrow, too, as uh, Stephen Marsh and I bring you the uh, Great West College Hockey Podcast as I stop over. And I told you this, too. I'm going to stop in San Diego and, re- and bring them some uh, summer skates so watch for my little video tomorrow because the guys are going to get their summer skates and put them on and we're going to do a little fashion show okay feet a feet fashion show if you will okay yeah it's fine summer skates are great <laughs> i love wearing mine like to get a yeah. few diff- you know when, when when at some point when you get a few of these different colors they have like yeah i asked yellow the- laces and you know, I, I asked like Kevin about that, our order today. I think they're uh, about ready to be shipped very, very soon. You know, I like those pink laces. I'm curious yeah. to see what the black <laughs> ones look laces. like. I like that. That's good. I love it. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, there were games played today, but this weekend we've got some huge games. I already talked about Denver, ASU. That's going to be right at the top of the list uh, in our coverage area. But um, our friends from Colorado College have got a big weekend series too. Uh, yeah, they do. They're up there in uh, Duluth to play your Bulldogs, the Vampires. Um, Did I mention that Minneapolis today got seven inches of snow? Good for them. Because, <laughs> and better them than me. That is for darn sure. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, right. And I just, you know, in the words of of Lewis Black. What are you people doing living there? <laughs> right. So uh, the Tigers have to go about another 160 miles north of that. So I don't know what the snow count is in Duluth. I haven't checked. But anyway, it'll be a big series for them because both teams are battling to uh, get into the top four and stay in the top four of the NCHC. We talked about how important that is, correct? Yeah, well, first of all, you want that first round home ice advantage and you want to try to avoid the defending national champions in the first round at all cost yeah well and 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 right now the 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 two teams that are not playing this weekend uh in league play are the teams at the top and the team at the bottom so you could see a really big jumble around the 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 standings in the nchc this weekend yeah, totally agree because, with you. You know, uh, you have, you know, the the six teams within five points of each other, and 
the race right now for for that second, third, and fourth spot is wide open. Now, could things change? Could a team get hot and and break out and 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 separate themselves like Denver probably is going to if they haven't already? Yeah, that could happen for sure. But right now, there's no indication that that's going to happen. Yeah, so that's NCHC doc. Um, and that in includes, the Springs, by the way, what that includes, by the way, um, Western and, and St. Cloud, who, you know, despite their quote unquote success so far, they're just kind of jumbled around in the NCHC. Yeah, you corrected me quickly last night when I said that St. Cloud State was having a good year in the NCHC. You know, I mean, <laughs> in, anyway. in second place, Western is four and two in the league, and in seventh place, North Dakota is two, three, and one. That, that's a, like a game. That's that's a weekend. Like I said, yeah, that's just it a, is a weekend a, series. You know, that would uh, you know everybody's got their opportunities, I guess. Yeah. Um, so in the springs, well, the Tigers are on their way to Duluth. The uh, Air Force Falcons will be hosting Holy Cross. And, uh, Paul, I haven't seen Holy Cross play since they uh, pulled the upset on Minnesota at a regional tournament in North Dakota <laughs> in 2006, 7, 8, something like that. Uh, so I think it was 2007. I believe it was. But that's uh, the last time I've seen Holy Cross and- play in person. And, unfortunately, unless something crazy happens in the ASU the Denver series, I probably won't see him this time either. Well, and, and and we know that you know since that 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 NCAA game was played in uh, Grand Forks, that there was no way they would root against a fellow NCHC team. You know, um, or not a no, you know, a, a a team that would be considered nearby right they weren't rooting for holy cross in that game were they oh no no not at all not at all like it was like dominant there were so many holy cross cheers you couldn't believe it <laughs> i'm just saying old habits die hard <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh that was back in the days of the wcha where north dakota and minnesota were playing in the same league yeah oh you mean wait you mean they weren't rooting for that other maroon and gold team Oh no, they were rooting for they were rooting for Holy Cross big time. Really, everybody wanted to see that that upset. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of surprised at that. Yeah, I bet you are. I am. I bet you are. Anyway, um, so so that'll be happening at Air Force at the uh, Cadet Ice Arena. A um, big weekend for Air Force too. I mean, oh, they got to get a couple back after Mercyhurst. They they have been struggling good. in the league. Yeah, they've had a pretty decent non-league season. Now they're struggling as they get into Atlantic hockey play. Um, you know, can uh, Holy Cross is just two points ahead of them, and Air Force has two games in hand. And, you know, they've got to get out of that nine spot because you want to make the postseason. Oh, and, you know, Bentley's there in the last spot with six points and eight games and six points. Air Force is eight games and seven points. Canisius tied with Holy Cross with nine points, but Holy Cross has played two more games. And, you know, even Army, seven games played, ten points before you get a little bit of separation um, with with Niagara at 14 points and only playing eight games. So, 
this is this this is a big big weekend for Air Force to try and get uh, their conference season straightened out here. Totally agree. So I mentioned the Seawolves are getting Simon Fraser at home, and I'm sure they're thrilled to be at home as well after their lengthy road trip and finally have a little time to get their feet under them again. Um, uh, what about Lindenwood? What's Lindenwood got on the schedule this week, Paul? They got anything? Well, listen, um, I have to look because I haven't, but I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do either. They're off this week too. It. I was just testing you. They're getting ready because next weekend, guess who they get? Is it next weekend or is it the weekend after? The weekend after they get the Denver Pioneers. Um, yeah, I think they play them after ASU, right? Yeah. The yeah, weekend yeah. after? I, I thought it was the second weekend, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, now I got to look again. See what you're making me do? Well, you're right. making me do this stuff? No, it is two weeks after. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, Denver gets to rest up after taking on ASU. <laughs> rest up. Yeah, we saw how that went the last time. I don't think they want any more rest now. I think they just want to keep playing games and beating teams. How about that? I would say that that's probably a fair assessment. But, you know. Um, and our friends at Fairbanks. Week. The question is, you know, we they know how. week off as well. Yeah, no, I know. And we know how big this weekend is for ASU. Probably equally as big as last weekend was. Of course, now you're playing on the road, and you have the next four games you're playing on the road. And uh, so big four games. Because as the season moves on, and they don't, you know, and you know, you know how it is. I mean, everybody tells you how hard it is to sweep in college hockey, especially when you're playing against another good team. You know, that, another that good team for or another top center. two team. Yeah. So. And and if there's one team that we have in the coverage area, well, actually there's several, but the one team that this year appears to need a pairwise points real bad is Arizona State. They need well, to usually is. stockpile them. Every, every independent. Is. It's important for every independent, but some teams like, let's be honest, Anchorage didn't really have a shot from the start of the year because of the, the – you know, the coming back and the yeah, fact yeah, no, that they... we get that. I understand that. Yeah. But the, the fact of the matter is, and there were some other folks, uh, some other college hockey media folks had put out that discussion that we have had There's very others? often. There's well, others? Yeah, I don't want to de- deny their okay. existence. I mean, that's... Okay. But, you know, they're, they're, they were talking about, you know, conferences and and new conferences, realignment, and so forth and so on. And, you know, we, we've talked about it till we were blue in the face, and we just know that something has to happen. And ultimately for, you know, the, the teams that are independents right now to be successful, some, something's going to have to change. Now the question, you know, the question will remain come January when the NCAA makes at least some of their decisions, or at least that's when it's supposed to, you know, start happening. Well, you know, what does happen? <laughs> uh, that's who knows? Who knows what's going to happen is right. They may you know, just do nothing. The they may the just NCAA. do nothing. That's entirely possible. They, too. they don't do anything. They might. You, you know, we heard what Eric Larson said last night about one sport conferences. 
And I don't know if that's a question that the the original scheduled guest would have been able to answer. But it is an interesting question. And do these non affiliate you know, these one sport leagues like would it be a shock? Let's let's just let's just play this out a little bit. Or do you want to take a break first and then we play it out? No, let's play it out. Play it out. Okay. Um, you know, you already have four teams in the NCHC that are part of the Summit League. And, of course, we know who the commissioner of the Summit League is. I'm right? listening. I'm listening. Okay, I just figured you would say it. And, I I mean, we Josh all Fenton. know that Josh. Yeah, yeah. For people that don't know, Josh Fenton. Right, you know, so. So what are you getting um, at? What are you getting at? Well, I'm just saying that. Cut, that, cut to the chase here and tell us what you're getting at. Well, if the NCAA does away with one-sport leagues, you know, the, it was tossed out last night when we were talking to Eric Largen about, you know, figuring out some way to have those leagues come under the banner of multi-sport leagues so that they can, quote-unquote, exist. Can I give because you... if they do that, now look at it. You have the CCHA that all those that league would disappear. The Atlantic Hockey would disappear. The NCHC would disappear. You'd be left with and Hockey East would disappear. So you'd be left with the ECAC and the Big Ten as the only two conferences. College hockey. <laughs> Okay, let me let me put an end to this nonsense right now. The NCAA, we we heard it a lot this uh, past summer and early fall with um, college football and the direction they were headed, and they were pretty much saying like, "Hey, listen, um, NCAA, you don't know what you're doing, and we're just going to become our own entity, and we're going to go on with it." If there's ever a sport that needs to do that same thing, it's it's college hockey. They need to just, you know, get away from this NCAA stuff because that's a nightmare. You're talking about, you know, talk about economic issues. You're talking about breaking up conferences. Listen, oh, I, I didn't. Man. I didn't say that, that. No, I know. I know you didn't say it. I'm just saying that if that's even a consideration, that that is that is not going to happen. The fight is well, going to be so strong on that. It clearly that you'll never see the end of it. Well. Even if you don't want to say it's it's likely, apparently it is at least a possibility. Well, I want you to talk to the commissioners and get their opinion on that because I can tell you what the opinion is. You don't even no, you don't have to talk to them. I can tell you what their opinion would be on that. Now listen, I'd be listen. I I'm not saying I want to see that. I uh, well, there might be just a small small evil <laughs> just because i love chaos i know i knew that was sneaking into the conversation eventually but 99 percent of me doesn't want to see that happen 
I don't I I I don't want to I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see uh, the leagues destroyed without having something legitimate to replace them with. And you know, you know the NCAA does not have something legitimate to replace. Well, them. that's a that's that's, that's also an issue. That's a given. So there's no way that that could that could ever fly. Uh, somebody would shut that down quicker than quick. But you yeah, are correct in the standpoint that there does need to be some realignment in the East, and there does have to be a formation of a new conference in the West. And Eric Largan last night uh, discussed a little bit about him not having really bad feelings about having an independent conference. Um, you know, LIU doesn't scare him, the travel. Um, Lindenwood doesn't scare him, the travel. ASU doesn't scare him. The travel. Also, well, so, so I don't want to hear. You, you, we're sitting so, here talking about them traveling to, to this part of the world, and you're no, worried no. about a five-hour bus trip. Come on. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You made it sound like it was a hop, skip, and a jump. It's six and a half hours, in a bus. Yeah, it, or they're no, gonna fly. Good. They're gonna fly. There's no way they're busing that. Um, they're gonna fly, but. Really? Um, no, they're not. Yes, they are. They both. They fly both ways. Um, but anyway, yeah, they have partners with Alaska Airlines. I think they can handle it. But anyway, they're not putting them on a bus because there's way too much that can happen between Anchorage and Fairbanks on well, a bus. I, I am certain in the middle of the winter. Okay. So uh, if well, I'm not a way saying to, you're wrong, but there are way to hop on an airplane. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I love when you have to agree with me. But anyway, um, so I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the fact that. You know, you look on a map and you say, okay, LIU doesn't fit the mold of uh, the conference layout uh, if they were to be a, if there were to be an independent conference. But what happens if you had LIU, you bring Huntsville back in the quote-unquote independent conference, you have Lindenwood, there's three. Now you have Arizona State, Fairbanks, and Anchorage. Guess what you got, Paul? Without adding anybody else, you got six teams. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Why? Um, mostly because I can't imagine LIU being in that being in that league. Because of their location, or yes. because of costs, or what? Location. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at I least you think... could at least. At least if you had Huntsville and Lindenwood, you could, you know, probably work the schedule. You got, you got to work your schedule around those trips anyway. Like, you're not going to – most I, – I, I, I would assume there'd be a way where if you went to play Fairbanks, you played, you know, Anchorage next or vice versa. Well, there's definitely a way to do that. Sure and, and certainly – and certainly um, – Lindenwood and Huntsville, you know, so you're at least staying in that direction for a 10-day period. Do you happen to remember when we talked to Coach Powers about this about three, four years ago when he said uh, they might be considering the Hockey East? Well, because yeah, I do. they would go there for two weeks at a time and then come home for two weeks at a time you're and right, go for two weeks at a time. You're, but let's, let's, let's face it, and, you know, everybody says this, ASU is its own unique situation. It is, but LIU is also a unique situation, except they're not ASU, and they're not Are they? in the Sun Belt. 
but yeah, they're they're independent out there and they got nowhere to go. Well, yeah, and but you can't you, you can't stay independent for long. They either have to get in a conference or they have to become a part of this one. And um I I think there's more likelihood of that than than people are given credit for because they're they're all have the same need. They all need a conference, they all need conference yeah, games, they true. all need the opportunity to go to a national tournament. Right. And but right now the they're like LIU, Fairbanks, Anchorage, even Arizona State, it, it's a battle to get into the pairwise when you don't have a conference tournament. Right, and I, we all understand that, but at the same time, um, as we get to January and whatever changes, so to speak, if there are any, that the NCAA decides to go to, um, all those teams that used to play that are in that North East 10, quote unquote, division two, you know, there's, a, there's, there's plenty of talk about at least three or four of them moving up. And if you add Utica, which everybody thinks is moving up, you, you're now in a spot where if you're LIU, you have you know, probably have enough teams for a league without having to deal with Atlantic hockey. And without having to go out of your geographic footprint. Yeah, I think that would be wonderful. Except there's one word in there that you brought up that we need to talk about. It's two letters. If. I-F. Everything is right now. Anytime you talk about this, it's if. But I think that's an if where there's a lot of moving parts where teams have to jump on. I mean, when you look right now, there are teams that are independent that are playing hockey. Um, yeah, you just need to bring them together, and I know it's difficult. Well, and I can't I'm, do I'm it not right saying... now anyway because they're not allowed. I know, I, and and obviously it's the middle of the season. But what I'm saying is, well, I meant at the beginning of the season they couldn't do it either. I know, but I mean, I, what I'm saying is, is that it's not all that far fetched to think that maybe you might have to band together these guys. And who knows? I mean, how many times has has there been realignment already and conference changes and? people in and people out but how long is how long is Huntsville going to be able to sit and I not don't play know. listen I want them in too that that's you know you got to include them pretty soon because if you don't they're just going to go away listen we, we 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 we've talked about the one league that took their ball and went home I'm going to say puck. They took um, their puck and went home. Whatever. They took it and went home. Because those guys wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll leave. So they left. Okay. And we all know what a crock that was. I understand that business decision. Okay. But, you know, we've also had the czar on here many times saying, you know, at some point we have to start thinking about the good of college hockey first. Yeah, amen. And that's exactly what I'm saying is you might have to form it when it's possible. You might have to form an independent conference well, just listen. to keep everybody alive for for a few years. I get until that. Until you can relook at this. But Especially... When- Especially if you think of teams like, 
UNLV and possibly San Diego State and possibly Arizona, if you give them a five-year span Ooh. to come in, uh, can they can they possibly hang around uh, for five more years working their way up? Can can the other teams hang around? Can the anch- the Anchorage and the Fairbanks and the Arizona States, all of them, can they continue to and, and don't just look at it from? Of course, they can continue. They got revenue. They got this and that. I'm talking about their player base. Are they going to be able to continue to get players when you don't have a conference tournament? I'll say this. And maybe these people will surprise me and think outside the box. I doubt it, but maybe they will. Because without messing too much with what exists now, you would have a league with four teams plus two if without without having any new teams if people were willing to think outside the box a little bit. Yep, that's the problem, though. And Nobody thinks outside the box. I understand that. And we're also talking about a situation where um, five of those teams are teams we already cover. Not going to argue there either. Okay, then the question would be, and like I said, Lindenwood, Huntsville, not that long a trip. You know, we 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 already know you could set up the schedule, and like I said, you would you would basically see one team change leagues, and that would take care of five of the six, or. Not well. It would take care of four of the six teams listed as independents. You'd have a league. The other two are waiting to see other schools that they have been in conference and are in multi-sport conferences with. See how many of them make the jump, like they're talking about, because there's no Division Two championship. And we're pretty sure that there's another school in the Empire State that is looking to jump, too. So it wouldn't be all that much if only half of those Division II teams decide to, to jump up to have your everybody covered in the conference. Commissioner, the new czar, Paul Hornstein, has a plan. Now, listen, we've Get talked back about it. this. Get on plan and back it. Anyway, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Let's come back because we've gone through almost 45 minutes of the show already. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back and talk a little more NCAA college hockey for you in about four minutes. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. 
campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious, Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943- Three seven seven two. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. It's Tuesday night, which means it is College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the beautiful Harris Rincon in Funner, California. Yeah, I said it right, folks. It's Funner, California. And I'll get, I got to tell you, I, I went down to uh, the lobby today just to pass a little time. I was walking through the lobby. Um, they said, hey, we're having a, a slot tournament. Do you want to play in a slot tournament? I'm going like, I've got no money. <laughs> they said, no, you don't need money. You just uh, go play and see if you can beat the mayor. So um, I uh, sat down, and lo and behold, I beat the mayor. Um, so they uh, they said, okay, well, now you're going to get um, some free play, and we're going to put your name in a drawing for $750 of the free play. And um, I don't know if I want or not because the drawing was about the time the show started. So anyway, it's Funner, California. Uh, will they tell you if you won? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they will apparently. Okay. So after the show, I'm going to go down and see if I was on the board. I okay. didn't even come close to winning the uh, the tournament. I already know that. You beat the mayor. But but anybody that beat the mayor got 20 bucks of free play. So maybe I can turn okay. 20 bucks into something. <laughs> 40. <laughs> I'll take 40. I'll take 20 back in cash, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyway, so uh, Funner, California, the beautiful Rincon Resort. I've got a fourth floor pool view room. Uh, but the weather's been rough. The weather has been rough. Haven't even got to the hot tub yet. Been here three days now. 
or two days. Are you? They wouldn't have gotten me out. Yeah, haven't gotten to the hot tub yet. It's a little chilly. Anyway, Paul Hornstein joining me from Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, I I teased it before the show, and now we got to do it because that's the way things work. We got to talk about this uh, Super 16 thing again because I want to ask you, teams, and I know how you do it. Uh, I don't know if the entire audience knows how you do it, but, but I know how you do it. And you basically watch games, and you look at numbers, and you formulate something that uh, comes up with a fact of um, a number of things. And by the way, I, I for, almost forgot this. The uh, goaltender of the month in the NCHC, the one, the only, Caden, the sponge, and Barico. Congratulations, Caden. Um, yeah, I, I would have picked you for that, too. But anyway... <laughs> I snuck that in before you even had a chance to think it was coming, didn't I? No, I know. I knew it was coming. (laughs) So anyway, um, in the um, what we call Paul Hornstein's Super 16, because he's special that way. um, Both teams out of a hat. (laughs) By the way, can I also say happy birthday to uh, the one Neil Broughton turned 63 today? Congratulations, yeah, okay, buddy. That's fine. Happy birthday. Um, birthday so anyway, birthday. Paul. <laughs> well, hold on a minute. Your your son is trying to talk to me. <laughs> he tries to talk to me, too. I ignore him. Just like, uh, you know. Anyway, um, so the Super 16 is out. I want to ask you teams now from the realistic side of this, Paul. You okay. tell me, are these teams in March going to be competing in the NCAA tournament? I'm just going to go through one by one. You just say yes or no. Okay. Denver? Yes. Minnesota? Who? Yeah, Minnesota. I don't recognize The other name. maroon and gold? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, okay. they probably will be. Uh, Quinnipiac? Yes. Boston U? Ooh, yes. ooh, that's where we got a little bit of the heavy breathing. Yes. Okay, Michigan? Yes. Yukon? Yes. Penn State? Yes. Ooh, interesting. That's one, two, three already from the Big Ten, folks. Uh, UMass Lowell. Yes. Michigan State. Yes. That's four from the Big Ten. Yeah. Four out of 16. Merrimack. Yes. (laughs) His top 10 are all going to be there, he says. St. Cloud State. I hear the fingers tapping. Folks, I hope you can hear that too because he is dilemmaing over that one. You have number 11 right now. 11 3 yeah, 0. I know. And they're high up in the pairwise and all that other nonsense. Brett Larson, are you listening? This is a big moment. November 29th. Where does Paul Hornstein think the St. Cloud State Huskies will be? Nick Maxson, are you listening? Because uh, that's your team, too. Um, where are they going to be when it comes to Selection Sunday? Yeah, unfortunately, I think they'll be in. I don't want. I don't believe it. I'm still very hesitant about that, but, yeah. Okay. Um, Michigan Tech? No. Minnesota State? Yes. Ohio State? No. Providence? Man, it's so hard to pick against Nate Lehman. No. Harvard. 
Yes, but only because that league is down. Okay, Nobody so but but Michael, I say one, two, three teams, possibly four, that aren't in your top sixteen, your super sixteen, right now. You're telling me are not going to be there, so that leaves three, maybe four open spots for teams. So here comes three. the fun part. This is the part that you love. Three. This okay. Three. Atlantic Hockey gets a team. Okay, so what? Just hold on, hold on. So this is the part that you love. This is the part of predicting who those other three are going to be. So you just said Atlantic Hockey. Who's it going to be from Atlantic? Who's your pick? Another heavy sigh, folks. Not a heavy sigh. Got just... Guys at Air Force, are you listening? I can't Holy Cross? Air Force right now. ASC? No. <laughs> who do you got winning? The Atlantic Hockey Conference and getting into the tournament, and then leaving um, two spots left. I'm gonna go with the team that's been the most consistent in that league, and that has to be RIT. Okay, Paul Hornstein says RIT. That leaves two spots right left. If we were gonna pick Selection Sunday, was this Sunday? Who are the other two teams, Paul, that that you see as potentially tournament teams? Right now, who's going to be there? The way they're playing and the the outlook. Yeah, he didn't go mute, folks. He's still here. Yeah, it's, it's you know, um, you got two teams. You can only yeah, pick two. Who's it going to be? Oh, this is the best part of the show that we've ever had. This really? might get the highest ratings ever. Listening to you, dilemma on who's going to be on the on the the final two teams because it's not easy. It is not easy. Um, and these are all, by the way, um, subject to change. But I'll say Northeastern. Okay, there's one. We got one more. And tugging at you, isn't it? Can I say it for you? Notre Dame. What? Oh my goodness! Paul Hornstein is off his rocker. Yeah, I know. He... I don't. I. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and play the bias card. Okay, I know that, but do you realize what you just did? inadvertently or maybe purposely i'm not sure but you just put in five teams from the big 10 into the tournament and you put one team possibly two from the nchc in the tournament do you know how long it's been since that's happened it's never happened exactly exactly and you left the arizona state sun devils out of the tournament want to well, well, you don't have to. You just have to. Have, you just have to go. Can they do it or not? And I, I kind of feel like like you do. I mean, I want them in, but realistically, I just think it's too big of a climb right now. I just think it is because we all we just talked about um, what it's like to try to win two game series. Well, now you're talking about trying to win five two game series or six in a row. 
It's no. just unheard of. We know for sure they have to get at least one this weekend. Yeah, and they picked up one last weekend against the number two team in the country, and it did nothing for them. It moved them back two spots in the pairwise. Yeah, the numbers got closer, though. I mean, yeah, it's, but it you is, still went backwards. It's very tight. You got to go the other way. I am aware how this works. <laughs> Paul Paul Ernstine does understand the pairwise, folks. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, you got to split against the number two team in the country. And the the you know the it other game could have little, gone either it would way. Also, it would also be a little bit different because this one would be on the road, and you get more credit. Boy, you're gonna need a lot though, because you're 24 right now. So I know, let's I know just where say they are. let's just say that the Arizona State Sun Devils go into Magnus Arena and do what many think is impossible and sweep the Pioneers at Magnus. How far do they move up, Paul? long as we're playing this game how far would they move up in the pairwise can they get themselves into a position to where they could control their own destiny so to speak i would think that would get them above the 20 spot if you went into magnus and swept them okay i can't see where that wouldn't be the case but who knows okay so let's just say that you get in there now what do you have to do the rest of the way how many more games can you afford to lose the rest yeah, of the well, way? Well, they can't afford to lose that many more games. Because because the scenario that you're putting out there right now, whether you want to or not, is that this is a really big uphill battle because you lost two in Clarkson. You right. lost one to Colgate. Right. That's three that you really needed. Well, or at least, least two out of those sure. three. At least two out of those three, I think. Yeah. Because one one at Clarkson would have been on the road. Right. And you lost a very close one in Duluth, and you lost a close one in Bemidji. Yeah, he did. And those are games that that could have helped you in the pairwise based on other teams. Um, so the little exercise that we played tonight, folks, if you're wondering why we did this, was this was my, my little exercise. I wanted to see um, where... Paul Hornstein thought teams were going to be because when you look at the numbers right now and you, we talk about that word you hate parody, but we talk about that, but you realize the teams that you left out of the tournament, right? That means no Bemidji state, right? That means no um, Western Michigan, right? That means no Northern Michigan, right? That means uh, no um, uh, Boston Uni- or Boston college, right? There's a lot of teams that that there aren't room for, and yeah. and how do we how, how how do those teams play? I mean, how are they supposed to move people out that you have in right now? Because it looks extremely difficult to me. That's why I say these are subject to change. Well, I, I know you say that, but I mean, let, let's look at the at the uh, the chart here. Um, everybody that you have, with the exception of UMass. Boston U and Michigan Tech. Everybody you have in the top twelve have double digit wins already. So they would have to go on horrendous losing streaks in order to not get to twenty wins this year or better. See what I'm saying? 
So, so how do teams that need to that are maybe seven wins or eight wins or six wins, how are they possibly going to get past uh, a team that's already got ten or eleven this year? That how do they make that up, especially with the quote unquote parity that is keeping teams splitting every weekend almost? Well, you better figure out a way. <laughs> Coaches, that's up to you. You better figure out a way. But even Minnesota the State, players better. You got them in the tournament. It's eight, five, and one. They're not yeah, even just, double digits yet. Yeah, I just kind of figure when push comes to shove, they'll win the conference tournament. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, and Providence, they're nine, three, and four. And I think you're exactly right. You can't bet against Nate Lehman. Um, and Harvard, somebody's got to win that conference, right? Right. Well, that would be Quinnipiac. Yeah. Winnipeg will win that conference. So you're, you're correct so. on that. So I'm just saying it just looks this year on November 29th like there is a whole lot of uphill battles. And, For a lot of teams. Yep, a lot of teams. and A I lot just of teams don't... that are used to being almost automatically in. Yes, and I don't know how those teams can move around. I mean, Minnesota Duluth is pretty much dead unless they win the NCHC. Well, yeah. I mean, there there's no way they can make up enough points. Uh, the rest of the year to get them in. Yeah, I think, um, I think the same thing with Bemidji. Yep. And what, what about Fairbanks? Thing. They're sitting at number thirty-four right now. What if they go on a run? What if they they, they win could. like? Well, they've all the games they've lost have been almost all one-goal games. I know, but there, you know, at some point, you know, are they going to play enough games against teams that can move them up? Well, they're playing Notre Dame. They're playing yeah. Denver. Yeah. They're playing Arizona State. That's six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's six right there. We'll, that we'll, we know we'll, find it. We'll, we'll find out if that's enough. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Not even if you swept them all, it probably isn't enough. But no. Um, Anyway, I just think it was an interesting exercise because I, I, all, all the years I've watched college hockey, and you just hit it on the head a minute ago. You said there are a lot of teams that are used to being kind of an automatic, if you will, into the tournament. And those teams just, you know, they're just not an automatic this year. No, there are going to be some teams that aren't getting in that are used to being in without winning that conference tournament that are going to have to win that conference tournament. And have that be the only way they get in. Yep, and, I totally, totally agree with you. And, you know, rooting interests aside, uh, teams in that situation tend to be a little bit more fun to watch because they start to play more desperate, especially in the conference tournaments. It changes the dynamic. And here, and, and this is my final comment on that: is that the the problem with that is there's every conference doesn't really have a clear cut where you say, yeah, you win the conference, and if you don't win the conference, you're automatically in. Yeah, Quinnipiac, you would assume, even if they didn't win the conference, they're going to be in, and and Denver, you would assume, if they don't win the conference tournament, they're going to be right. in. But boy, other than that, Paul, I mean, who who else? I mean, even the Big Ten, there's a lot of teams there, but. They have to bash heads against each other a few times. Oh, that's right. We haven't really gotten to that point in the season yet. So right. I want to see how that starts. You know, we have to wait and see how that plays out a little bit. 
Anyway, I just kind of wanted to play that out because I, I looked at it today and I was I was thinking that very thing. I was going like, man, there are a lot of teams that you expect. Like, we didn't even talk about North Dakota. No. Nope. North Dakota, Minnesota, Duluth, might, the only chance they might have to get into the tournament on November 29th right now is by winning the conference championship, conference right. tournament. Right. Because there might not be any spots. And if North Dakota no. wins it, um, that means Duluth isn't getting in. Yeah. And if Duluth wins it, that means North Dakota's not getting in. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a it's a really, really different situation right now. And I don't know that I've ever seen this in all my years of covering college hockey. And again, it leads us right back to that one word you hate, which is parody. Yeah. Everything is equal. Everybody's equal. That's why you go they're out on They're not equal, the, but the, yeah, okay. We know, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they're not equal, but they're to the yeah. point where they're close enough to where they can upset each other in series. Well, we're going to find out soon And enough. it doesn't take much. Yep, we certainly are. Okay, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Live, brought to you by AT&T Wireless, where unlimited your way lets you choose the right plan for each member of your family. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Now at our two locations, the original 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and the new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drurians and Suites, an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel at juryhotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. M Drive, go to mdriveformen.com and see which M Drive formula is for you. And by College Hockey Inc. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey West dot com podcasts are live every week on the podbean app and available for download at your favorite podcast platform search ithsw podcasts all one word subscribe rate and review the program help others find it ask alexa to turn on your ithsw podcasts behind the mask college hockey west live and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the ice time hockey west.com now very well done, my friend. And we have uh, surpassed 33,000 of downloads, and we're continuing to build. So let's uh, get bigger and better quicker and uh, let everybody know that the, the best quad pod of college hockey podcast is right here at ITHSW Podcast Sunday night through Wednesday night. We'll be a little early again tomorrow. Um, we may have to start moving the Wednesday show up a little bit because either Stephen or I am hours at a game on Wednesday night, it seems like. So we might have to do that. But we'll talk Great West College Hockey Podcast tomorrow night. All right. We'll say goodnight. A little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.